Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Welcome, everyone, to this second Sunday in July 2019, but it is, in fact, the first Sunday that I was on the air as I took a mini break last week because in the last two weeks, I've been moving, physically moving my produce club from one location to the other and one location to another, and it's been a little bit, uh, a little bit, a lot of work. So uh, this week, I am honored um, by my special guest, Sean. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Hey, Alan. Thank you so much for having me on. Great. So um, basically, what I'd like to do is I'd like to start with with maybe like a minute about what you offer and then we'll sort of backtrack. We'll sort of start with, like, you at the present, what you do now, but then we'll go X number of whatever backwards and sort of give up a, a how-you-got-there picture. So what, okay. what do you do now? What's, what's your thumbnail of what you do? Okay, so right now I've been going around. I'm part of the South Jersey Sound Healers, and I also do, well, all of us actually do um, individual therapies as well. But basically we all go around and we'll play different sound healing instruments, the crystal singing bowls, chimes, different things, and just facilitate healing. And the more that we go around and offer this, the vibrations are going off into the universe as well. So it's not just the people in the immediate uh, proximity who are getting this healing. It's, you know, it's like little teams of sound healers are being, are kind of like popping up all over the place. So, you know, it started out with the South Jersey sound healers and now I do home sessions. Um, I just started doing Reiki. Um, I started out as a massage therapist. So, you know, just a lot of different healing modalities that I've been kind of, 
you know, putting all together into very customizable one-on-one treatments. Okay, so uh, do you still do, are, are you still an LMT, a massage therapist, or did you let that go? I somewhat let it go because uh, a few years ago I actually hurt my shoulder. I was doing too many deep tissues, I think. And uh, But mm-hmm. now, you know, I'll still do it a little bit. Like when I'm doing Reiki, I'll maybe, you know, do some massage on the back if I feel led to, if the spirit wants me to do that, you know, that's what I'll do. So, yeah, I, I incorporate it, but I don't do it at like a spa anymore, no. Yeah, I, I was asso- I've been associated with uh, some massage therapists and, um, it's quite the physical training challenge uh, mm-hmm. to the therapist to actually stay on top of um, their own physical condition, especially if they're doing deep work. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's so true. And it's funny because so, a lot of people – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, uh, when they experience the sound healing with the crystal singing bowls, they say it, it's like having a full body massage. Afterward, they feel just your whole body is so relaxed, your spirit, everything. So I still get to kind of offer this amazing thing to people without having to kill myself. <laughs> so, um, so, so your your path. I'm just trying to lay out what modalities uh, you have. So basically you started in the healing area as a licensed massage therapist, mm-hmm. and then you started you started getting into the sound or you got into the Reiki first? Um, actually, it was Reiki along with massage therapy, but I never really went to go get my level two certification um, up until recently. And then... The sound healing actually maybe only started like several months ago, and I've just—it's amazing, like all the amazing people I've met through this journey. I mean, it's—it's pretty cool to see how this holistic community is really kind of on the rise now. Okay, so um, I—I think that's a good overview. So, in what? um, So, if people. If people are looking for you, uh, where can they find you? So I am located in Buna, New Jersey. I travel all over South Jersey. We do a lot of – so we do the, the group sound healing, the South Jersey Sound Healers. We do um, – it's like a multi-sensory sound healing event. We do that once a month at Monero Chiropractic. I also do solo events there that are more like shamanic. There's a lot of drumming along with – the sound healing, you know, the bowls and a lot of like journey work and different things. Um, what else? There's all kinds of stuff popping up, you know, like different, uh, like gardens will have us. So, you know, I do come to the home all over South Jersey, but also we do events. I do events, you know, all kinds of different things are going on. So, you know, you can check me out on Spirit Echoes Facebook page and I list all the events there and also the South Jersey sound healers. So, you know, there's there's tons of different ways to get healing now. Okay, that's a, that's a really good summary and a really good uh, enunciation of um, finding you on on Facebook at Spirit Echo or at South Jersey Sound Healers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. So, 
what I'd like to do now is I'd like you to think about where where this started for you or what um what the audience would would appreciate about you what are your what what was your uh i i i i mean from my own experience it was always um what was the what was the issue that caused you to see things uh mm-hmm. differently than society normally sees them and it's usually from society's perspective it's usually not a fun event but mm-hmm. it's a it's a catharsis it's a catalyst it's right. um the fuse that the fuse that uh touched you off um yep. so uh take us a little bit on your journey and sort of give us a sketch of um, what made you? All right. So, you know, it's funny. It's for the longest time, I thought it was more recent, but it actually does go back to my childhood. I was always very, very sensitive. I was diagnosed with all these different things from doctors, had a ton of child study teams. Um, you know, I was sensitive to the touch. I didn't like my hair being, you know, just, you know, I was, uh, you know, I think they call it sensory now, but, um, I was, pretty badly bullied in school and then like even the teachers didn't really like me because I don't think back then they really understood and uh you know so that was tough and then as I got older I think I was around 13 I met this girl and she seemed like the only other person who really was deep like me you know nobody else in school cared about the stars and how we got here and all that so you know we became very close and she ended up living with us and unfortunately you know, as the beautiful people, the deep people like us are, they're usually pretty jaded. And so she she had a lot of her own baggage coming from her home in Philly. So she was actually, you know, she ended up being pretty abusive to me. And uh, we were together for about three years. And then, um, let's see, after that I was in another relationship for another three years. And that was a nice, normal, you know, pretty steady one. And then I I was with another, a a guy for like nine years. And that was just, basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is I was always in a relationship. I was never alone. I was never just able to learn and live and grow on my own. I was always, even when I was a kid, I wanted my mom there. I wanted my best friend there. I was never able to just sit with me. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, all the relationships I were in were pretty abusive, codependent, very unhealthy, always together. And then um, after this, the last one for nine years, I ended up, I moved to Atlantic City, I was working in a spa, and I found drugs. And uh, so that was my new relationship. And, uh, you know, it was good for a while, because it was like, wow, I'm not dependent on anyone anymore. But really, I just became dependent on a substance. Uh, So a couple years of that. And then I met the man I'm currently with, Mark, and he actually brought it to my attention, you know, hey, this is a really unhealthy way of living. And I don't know how we even stayed together, to be honest with you, because he's like, we are like apples and oranges, or no, not really apples, you know, we're just like total opposites, you know. Uh, So, but I do believe that the creator brought us together, and that we both have very important things to do and teach. 
so, you know, as I was with him, it was bumpy, and I was still battling my addiction. I had a son, and I was able to stop any, you know, any substances for while I was pregnant and breastfeeding. But then the second I was done, I was right back on the stuff. So long story short, I went to rehab. And this is where I thought my spiritual journey started. But really, like I said, it's been my whole life. You know, I was always prepared for that. So in rehab, I was finally pushed to be uncomfortable and pushed to be alone. And I remember, you know, just crying myself to sleep, unable to eat, unable to sleep. Uh, it, it was just, you know, the hardest thing I've ever done. Even though there were doctors there and things like that, I was away from all that had become my comfort zone. And I have terrible anxiety. So, you know, I was having panic attack after panic attack. And it was just, uh, it was rough. But I'm so glad it happened because I remember one of the women in there said, when I get out of here, I'm going to do all the things I always wanted to do. I'm going to start that garden that I never started. You know, I'm going to climb those mountains that I always wanted to climb. And uh, that really touched me because as much as I thought I was living my life, I really wasn't going out and doing all those things. And, you know, I talked a good talk about living your life to the fullest, but I never actually did. So I got out and I went back to my uh, nine to five job for about six months. And then I, I just reached this breaking point. You know, I started to relapse and I started to get right back into my old negative thinking patterns. So I just quit. I stopped going back. And you know what? That place is amazing because they were very understanding about me just kind of like disappearing. You know, like just a few days ago, they messaged me and said, it looks like I'm doing good. And they were so sweet about it. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that they were so nice to me. But, um, you know, it was a toxic place for me and where I was at that time in my life. So I, you know, I quit my job and I started going to, uh, there's this thing, I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, Antonaco Earth Art School with Olga Schur. And uh, that was mm-hmm. the first thing I did was one of her retreats at the farm. And I started meeting mm-hmm. people who were, who were fulfilling, you know. They were, they were just wholesome, wonderful people. And I had never met people like that before. And, uh, you know, so I started doing different things. And, you know, through these people I learned more about herbalism and this and that. And then I went to a sound healing thing right here in where I live in Vineland and, uh, I fell in love with it. I, I remember laying there, and it was like I didn't need any drugs. I didn't need anything. I was just so happy where I was, around beautiful, like, great energy. And uh, it was funny because the next time I went back for the sound healing, they they said they would teach me how to do it. So, you know, that's how the South Jersey Sound Healers came about. They taught us, you know, they taught a group of us, and we all stayed together, and we're still like a family to this day. We get together and play play the instruments. And, um, yeah, it's been quite a journey finding myself and all the sensitivities I had when I was a kid that I had pushed down for so many years by, you know, staying in relationships and, and doing unwholesome things. Now yeah. it's like my child inside of me is coming back, and it's beautiful. It's It's like... I'm not upset that I'm sensitive anymore. I'm not upset that, uh, you know, any of the things that I used to not like about myself when I was little, you know, I was weird. I didn't know how to dress or whatever, you know, I couldn't fit in. And now I'm like, 
I love the fact that I dress crazy <laughs> and and I love my life and I love who I am and and it's just uh it's just been a really really beautiful beautiful journey and a beautiful experience and it's funny I'm actually finding out people like me. I think that was the scariest thing was and when I go yeah. into the rooms of NA and AA, a lot of people say the same thing. That's why they start doing drugs, too, is, is uh, they were afraid people weren't going to like them because of experiences in their childhood. And it sounds so stupid, you know, like, well, I don't care if people like me. But, you know, we all kind of do. It's like a primal thing and uh, to just be accepted, I guess. And, um, you know, I'm finding out that the people who do like me are really cool and the people who don't, it doesn't matter because I don't need those people in my life anyway. And, um, you know, it's just been very, very freeing. And yeah, so I guess a lot of, you know, it's funny. You can hear pretty much the same story. If you go into these, these rooms of NA and AA, a lot of people share the same thing. It's, it's so crazy. Um, how much pain there is in the world. Yeah. It's interesting um on my journey and in all the uh mental wards that I was in um mm-hmm. I wasn't really in a mental ward because there was something wrong with me I was in a mental ward because I was looking for answers mm-hmm. and I was saying well maybe well maybe they know something in there and I went in there and I just looked at all the people that were in there and I said this is where all the sensitive people are. Yeah. The the people Definitely. the people who are actually out in the world have no have you know they're they they've lost their sensitivity or mm-hmm. they've submerged their they've submerged their sensitivity so far and they're never they're never going to work on their they're never going to work on their stuff. Yeah. So they so put true. they put they put their they put their identity behind a mask from which it will never emerge. That's right. And they ne- they're ne- they're never themselves. Yeah. And it's horrible. The the journey the journey is basically to figure out that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you mm-hmm. and to see, Hey, I've been working on this one wall for, if you believe in lives, I believe in lies. I've been working on this one wall and this one particular thing in my life for the last hundred thousand lifetimes. Right. That's what I'm here yeah. to do. That's what I'm here to do. It doesn't matter what society is doing. It doesn't matter what the trends are. It doesn't matter how they dress. It doesn't matter how they get from their home to their work. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to me. The only thing that matters to me is I finally found my wall, and I'm going to sit next to it, and I'm going to do what I need to do in life in order to sit next to that wall and continue my work. That's right. And when you when you when you understand what the priorities in life are, you understand how old you are, you understand how long you've been doing your work. Society and all its um niche um trendy whatever's pales. Actually it doesn't pale because pale means you can actually relate to it. It's it's like 
I don't even know what Netflix is. <laughs> yes. I don't even, I don't I I haven't watched television. I mean, I haven't watched television since the early 90s. That's great. I don't understand I, I don't understand I don't understand any of it. And yeah. it's just it's and then that was bef- that was before that was when I still hated myself. That's because I was basically just disaffected. But then in my journey from 2005 onward and especially after um the fall of 2014 because that's when I found out that I'm the most I'm I'm the hero in my own story. And mm-hmm. I'm the person that I need to I I'm the person that I need to devote the most love to because in reality I'm the only person I'll ever know. Yeah. So I need to cultivate I need to cultivate my garden. Now I can cultivate and help other people's garden but it's only because I want to cultivate and and further my own purpose. But everyone else is also helped and furthering their own purpose. So you get together with a group and you co-further similar purposes. Um, That's true. And it's it's so simple, but there's a lot of distractions. And I, and I don't, and I don't look at other people. I don't look at the people who are doing the main mass society and say anything other than there are certain experiences that everyone needs to have in order to build their larger soul character. Mm-hmm. And it's a very it's a very, very, very long journey. It's an immensely long journey. And I can't because it's so complex. I can't look at any other person and say they're not doing exactly what they should be doing because they are. And I just say, I just have to have faith in the process. I can't appreciate all the various different uh, colors of the rainbow because there, there's too many of them. I just Mm -hmm. have to say, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my best. I will rub elbows with certain people. And those are the people I'm supposed to rub elbows with. And I can't be world worried about what other people think of me or what I think of other people. I just have to, okay. you know, do my do my little. I have to focus really hard on understanding where my heart and my soul journey is, because it's liable to be someplace really, really nichey and really, really tiny, and I have to dig really, really deep to get to it. Mm. And then once you, because it's not going to be what society is doing at all it's going to be really could be unbelievably strange but once you get there and you know what it is as i say almost every show um you found your passion and mm-hmm. if you can only devote 5 if you can only devote 5 minutes to it per week because you're paying bills doing other stuff you're still chipping away. You're still yes. you're still making it happen. Definitely. So so um what what instruments I mean what what how do you here's an interesting thing. How do you um we have about six minutes before the break. 
So to everyone who's listening, this is definitely a call-in show. And the number to call in is 646-564-9714. That number, again, is 646-564-9714. So when you take us through, like, take us through uh, two scenarios. So the one scenario is you're, you're preparing to give a, let's call it the, uh, the grand concert, which is basically your monthly um, get together with the sound healers. And so first take, first take us through, um, do you do a theme Do you talk to the other players? Um, What is the preparation phase for that? So that's the first thing I want you to talk about. And then the second thing I want you to talk about is um, if you're going to someone's home, um, what do you do? What do you do to prepare? How do you talk to them? What do you find out? Um, what is your, where is your, um, what do you, uh, orchestrate, um, in order to, um, be prepared to go to that? So let's start with the, uh, the concert preparation. All right. So for that, um, we all have massage tables. Uh, A lot of times, you know, we don't even necessarily need them, but, um, So basically, sometimes we'll set up the massage tables and we will have people lay on them, or sometimes we'll just have people bring, you know, blankets, mats, whatever they want to be comfortable. We all set up throughout the room in kind of like a big semi-circle, and everybody has their own cool little setup with, uh, you know, lights or little statues. They bring crystals or whatever they feel that they need that night. And it reminds me of, you know, like when I was in high school, when we would do a play, like before the play in in the, on, you know, the backstage, you're all like all excited and hugging. It's, it's very similar to that. Um, And then, you know, the people start to file in and I always get anxious. I think a lot of us do. And, uh, you know, but it, it goes away the second you start to play the bowls and, and you know, you're just with good people. But, um, yeah, the setup is pretty simple. We, uh, I have like a a chakra set. So I have seven bowls and they all, all the notes correspond to a specific chakra. Not everybody has that. Some people have like the alchemy bowls that are infused with selenite and different things. And, you know, there's different instruments that go to. Um, So I set up my seven bowls around me and I have my, you know, my little statues, my little corner. And we all just sit, people lay down and we play for them and, all the vibrations, they're getting it from every corner of the room. And there's just so much healing that goes on in that room. It's, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, we have a couple coming up where we're, uh, we'll be outside, like, by the fire, under the stars. Uh, there's one in a, a garden coming up. So, I mean, it's just amazing, um, you know, all the different possibilities. But it's always pretty much the same. We make um, living mandalas where we'll set the people up like they're part of a mandala and then play the bowls around them. 
And uh, a lot of us are Reiki certified too. So a lot of times you just naturally get Reiki while, you know, you're getting the crystalline healing. And mm-hmm. then for, for my home things, I'll either come to their house or I will stay in my own. Um, sometimes I'll do it out in my front yard, sometimes in the house. A lot of people like it outside. Mm-hmm. I love it outside. And I have my massage table. I set it up, and I will either put the bowls underneath of it or around it. I'll do some drum work, uh, play. It really, you know, when I do my stuff, my solo stuff, it's very, very individualized. I, I have them fill out an intake form, Um and just kind of tell me about any specific things they really want to work on or treat. And sometimes I'll find stuff that they didn't even know they had. Like uh, this one woman, we realized she had like a, an energy, of a masculine energy trapped in her elbow that was causing like tennis elbow. And, uh, you know, we're still actually working on that. But it, it's crazy the stuff that comes up during these sessions and the, the things you see. And when I'm doing this, I pay a lot of attention even, you know, days after what, you know, the healing, things come to me, like uh, a hummingbird came to me. And we never get hummingbirds around where I live. And and this hummingbird was just hovering in front of me. So, you know, it, it was just, there are different things that, you know, way after the actual healing takes place that there's signs. So I'll, you know, I'll connect with my, my patients or my clients and, you know, days afterward and, and send them information and, um, sometimes give them like herbal remedies and you know different things like we've got a ton of great plants that grow you know plant medicine all around us so you know there's just you know it just really is intuitive and it's very based on you know what does this person need do they need to do journey work do they need reiki do they need sound healing massage uh crystal you know should i put a crystal here is this going to help open this or realign this so you know it's it's all just like a, a big you know, it's it's actually kind of like the way I am with everything. It's like the way I dress. It's a whole big mishmash of stuff, and somehow it, it's me. And same thing with my healing, same thing with my cooking. Everything I do, it's like a big conglomeration of different things, and it just works. That's who I am, and, you know, that's my style, I guess. So, uh, yeah, that's – that's. Uh, and an, another time uh, I saw little black butterflies out of the corner of my eye while I was doing uh, – I can't. I think it was actually a massage on a woman, and I I, I couldn't help but ask her. I'm like, do, do black butterflies mean anything to you? Like this was before I ever actually started healing, like this, you know. And uh, and she started crying, and she said that her daughter had recently passed away, and she had this black jewelry box with black butterflies on it, and she wasn't sure whether she should keep it or not. And you know, and that was like just amazing. Like little things like that come to you. And you really have to pay attention to them because, you know, the spirits, the universe, whatever it is, it's always talking to you. And uh, so I put that into my setup a lot, like, you know, where where I need to set up, you know. I don't know. I guess you've probably seen people, like, call in the four directions. I always create mm-hmm. sacred space before I do anything. Um, and I just really, really my uh my fiance makes fun of me i'm like pocahontas wherever the wind takes me i follow it i just <laughs> let it you know take me where i'm feel like i'm meant to be so yeah it's like it's not necessarily always structured it's kind of like it just uh happens i guess you know it's like oh here i'm gonna put these here <laughs> and, and play this way and yeah so 
that's pretty much it. You know, one more thing, and I'll stop. Um, this this little boy actually, I had a crystal singing pyramid, and he, I was, you know, we were at this uh, meditation maze. It was a grand opening for it, and you know, this little boy came over and I let him hold it and he just happened to drop it right on my bowl and the pyramid shattered and, uh, you know, the bowl was fine, but, you know, you could tell he was mortified. So it was more important to kind of just be like, it's okay than to like further traumatize this poor kid, like for the rest of his life. I just broke this lady's crystal pyramid. But, um, you know, maybe I wasn't meant to have that one, you know, and I, I have one more. So, but that one I still bring with me because, it kind of reminds me to be mindful and, you know, we do have to really be aware of our surroundings and, you know, just kind of be okay with circumstances the way they are. So I don't know. Yeah. You're just constantly learning and, you know, maybe I won't let children play with it next time. You know, it's always learning mm-hmm. something new. <laughs> All right. But yeah, thank that's thank you it. so much. And, uh, So let's take a break right now, and I'll play a song uh, by Dave the Bard called Hal and Toe. Take no scorn to wear the horn. It was the crest when you were born. Your father's father wore it, and your father wore it too.
International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time. Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now... Back to Alan. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Sean. Thank you, Alan. This is all leading us someplace, and I I asked you uh, when we first started motivating this program if you could play a little bit for us. And we have approximately 20-some minutes left in the show, and you can use 15 to 20 Let's say, let's just time it for 15 minutes. Um, If you want to, so let's treat this. Yeah, that was a nice squeak. Um, (laughs) let's Let's treat this as a mini um, meditation. So I'm going to let you take over and sort of how I want it is I want it as if you were um, broadcasting on the radio and um, clearing the space, um, holding the space and saying whatever you need to say and then uh, going into uh whatever you're going to produce for us. And then at the end, coming out and uh, uh, closing the doors, re-sanctifying or setting the borders, or however however you wish to present that. So right. um, go for it. Lovely. All right, let me see. I'm going to try putting you on speaker. Can you hear me all right like that? Absolutely. All right. Okay, so I am going to light a little bit of sage. So usually what we'll do is we'll actually face in the directions that we're speaking to. And I like to start with the east. So east is the direction of sunrise new beginnings, spring, fire of life. We just like to call in all those things we associate with this direction. 
Thank you for joining us here in this sacred space. And we face the, the west, the direction of the sunset, the earth and stones, hibernation and creativity. Call in the spirits, all the spirit guides, all the good things associated with the West. Please be with us here in our sacred circle of healing. The North is the direction of the ancestors and the wisdom of our elders. Snow and inner healing. We ask you be here with us in this sacred circle. And then south. The color red comes to me. Youth, the sweetness of life, heat, love. We ask that you join us here. Then we call to the spirits above, God, the Creator, the universe, the planets, the stars all the mystic and wonder and things that we don't understand. We ask that you are here with us in this sacred circle. And then below, I like to touch the ground, actually bend down and touch the ground here. Thank you for the darkness. Again, for things that we don't understand transformation. This is the place where seeds are planted, where ideas spring, creativity. We ask that you come here with us tonight in the sacred healing circle. And then us in our center, I place my hands over my heart. We are living beings, sentient beings. We've chosen to come together at this place in time for this experience, grow into our best selves. And I honor you, Alan, for having us here. And I thank everybody who's listening. Let's let the healing begin. And I'll just start with a quote. If we accept that sound is vibration, and we know that vibration touches every part of our physical being, the way we understand sound is heard not only through our ears, but through every cell in our bodies.
It can alter cellular functions through energetic effects. It can calm the mind and the body. It can have emotional effects, which influence the neurotransmitters and neuropeptides. Everything has a resonant frequency. Climbing up the trees, perfect shade all around you. The earth is moss covered and your feet are bare. the earth stretch out for miles. 
just float lazily through this opening in the forest as the stream runs through.
for now be boundless and free with awakened energy tingling in your hands and feet drink in the possibility of being who and what you really are so fully alive that the world looks different newly born and vibrant Thank you so much. Thank you. So could you um in quiet in our in our quiet mode, could you uh tell the listeners um your contacts again? Sure, yeah. Right now it, we're in our quiet mode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're coming out of our quiet mode. <laughs> okay, but you want me to say it on not our quiet mode, what it is? Yeah, gotcha. it's basically, 
what, what, where, where can people find you? And you said you had some dates coming up. Why don't you say those as well? Okay. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to share this experience with all of you. So, again, my name is Sean Batinger. You can find me on Facebook. It's Spirit Echo, Spirit Echo Healing. I'm also part of the South Jersey Sound Healers. And we do have some events coming up. So definitely check those out. I'm just trying to actually find them right now so I can tell you guys. Here we go. So June 20th, we're having our multi-sensory sound healing journey under the stars in Egg Harbor City, New Jersey. And then we're having another sonic sound healing journey under the stars at Monero Family Chiropractic and Wellness Center. And that is June 27th at 7 to 8. So you can see. And where is that? And where is that chiropractic? That's in Buna or Vineland? Oh, he's actually in Vineland on Main Road. Yeah. Okay. So you can so find one them. is sort also, of down. So one is sort of down the shore, near mm-hmm. Atlantic City, and then one is uh, in your area. Right. Yep. And yeah, just check okay. us out because we're always having new things going on. And then uh, you know, all the girls who are involved have different solo events that we do. So you know, there's a lot of really amazing stuff being offered. So check it out. I also have a. Um, a website, spiritechohealing.com. So you can check out the other stuff that I do on there. Well, it would be interesting to have um, the South Jersey um, sound healers have a website, but then have um, sort of a, a full playlist with everybody's solo events on there as well. Yeah, yeah, we're a pretty new group, so we've got a lot of stuff we've got to kind of figure out as far as, you know, we were thinking maybe make, like, individual business cards and all different things. But, um, yeah, it's going to be – we're going to be growing for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I can't well, believe this white thanks. moth right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. That's the thing I'm talking about, you know, all these little synchronicities. It's just – Oh, it gives you chills. It's beautiful. Well, it was funny. Yesterday, uh, one of my customers, I had some customers who I know wanted to come and talk. And so my one customer actually came before they came, a few minutes early, and she was sort of walking back down the driveway as they were texting me saying, hey, where are you? And they came in. And we talked in front of the garage, and then we walked over to the to the, um, the garden, and we talked in front of the garden, and then we walked over to the side of the house and uh, sat down on the grass in the shade and proceeded to talk for a little while. And so it went from being uh, 10.30 when the first customer came to being 12.30, and <laughs> we were sort of, we were sort of um, kind of done with our conversation. And I said, do you want anything? And they said, oh, uh, do you have any ginger? And so I uh, basically got out the ginger that they wanted, uh, charged them a little bit for it. And then then they said, oh, I guess we're done. And I said, oh, by the way, do you know um, 
do you happen to not know the time? And they said, oh, it's 12.30, and I just sat there grinning at them. And they said, why are you grinning? And I said, well, around about 12.30 is when I know my next customer is going to come. So all these things are perfect. You know, you, the first customer <laughs> comes, and then you come, and then we talk for the perfect amount of time. And then you're yeah. heading down. And sure enough, they're heading, they're, they're, they turn around. They start heading down the driveway, and they see the next customer. And they turn back to me, and they said, she was here the last time we were here. So. <laughs> that's crazy that's so cool but it was really Very funny nice. this evening because um my my roommate has a a bunch of uh technical skills a bunch of uh workman skills that i really don't have and so i went down to um move some stuff back into the room on the side of the garage that i just cleaned out and my roommate wasn't coming down. I said, oh, well, he has something that he needs to do. And I just got done doing all the things that I could do, all the, the lifting and, and moving stuff around. And I was staring at a puzzle, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to solve that. And he comes around the corner and said, sorry, I got delayed. I had an important thing to take care of. And he said, oh, I see. Oh, we're going to have to disassemble that workbench. And I was like, oh, good. It's good time be, good time for you to be here. So, yeah. Yeah. You just oh, you cool. just you just start you just start like not struggling, but moreover yeah. you start observing what's going on, and it just makes so much sense. Yes, it does. It definitely does. And it was just amazing that I, and, you know, it was right after I thanked the ancestors and everybody for being here, and then I look over and on our old Victrola is a white moth, which my mom told me after her mom passed away she saw like a white moth and you know sometimes you just feel it you just know that that's them you know you tell some mm-hmm. people this they think it's silly but we, you just know it and uh i just know that she's here with us now you know and uh it, it was just really really cool that that happened you know and i'm pretty sure my mom is listening in upstairs i'm not sure if she still is or is she okay yeah she's still listening <laughs> okay that's cool that's really cool So to everyone out there, um, maybe sometime in your life you'll go through uh, an understanding that you've been avoiding yourself Mm. and that you can't do that anymore. And it will probably, uh, it might be unpleasant and there might be some unpleasant circumstances and you might have to go through some rough times in order to uh, properly respect yourself or to find a way to be a different person than you thought you were. Um, I've been through that journey. Sean's been through that journey. Uh, it's, I would say it's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um, take care of yourself and Love the person you will love the person that you find at the end, um, and you'll be looking. Other people will be looking at you, saying, "Wow, you're this, uh, you're this such and such wise person, or such and such interesting person," and you'll just have to say, "Yes, I understand," um, and respect yourself and respect all other people. 
That's right. So, Sean, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show, for telling your story, for offering us that wonderful meditation. Or, Thank you for having and, me. And or, and or, yeah, it's all, I mean, I can use words, but I mean, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it's, you know, it's not, it's, they're just words. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, so, there were two quotes I would just like to say real quick that kind of go with what go you're ahead. saying. Um, so it's, uh, the deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. And the other is that your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. And I have to say, I'm so happy that I ended up having addiction problems and going to rehab because if it wasn't for that, I never would have broken and I never would have escaped those patterns that I had, you know, accumulated over the years. So, you know, just just follow the the course. And the, you know. and the I've, I've so many people that I know that are going through. Um, post-addiction issues mm-hmm. uh, hate themselves when they were addicted so much. Yeah. They really, they, they're just for um, people who have a, a one particular dietary way now absolutely hate themselves the way they used to be before. Mm-hmm. Very and true. It's I'm I just I'm just like I'm just like you were on a path. That's right. You the, the 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 society the society basically wants you to take a knife to yourself and cut yourself into all these pieces mm. and say I hate I hate all those other pieces except for this one piece I love that piece. Oh, that's so true. And yeah, you got to love all of you. You 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 basically have to say you're all of that. Yeah. Or it's 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 um so am which is I am that. Mhm. And it's 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 so interesting to understand the riddle of society and the riddle of government being they want you to finally rise up above um they're trying to cut you down <laughs> and it's not it's not it's not you and them it's never you and them it's you and you and yeah. you'll always be trying to cut yourself down until you stop yeah that's right so it's not it's not a contest between a and B, it's a growth of A. And it's not that there's another being and you're fighting the other being. It's you're in a, in, you're in a relationship with yourself. Yeah. So everyone, everyone is saying, I, you know, I, I try to get away from the word healing because mm-hmm. it's all the process. It's all the exactly. it's all the journey. So yeah. there are words there are words like good and evil and light and dark and left and right and sin and goodness and those those words, but the whole 
has to occur in order for continuation. So you had to be that way. I mean, what you just said, I had to be that way Mm -hmm. in order to get to where I am now. And I'm so happy for it. I'm so thankful. It's amazing. And what I was I was actually writing something that I erased off of Facebook because um, I try not to write on Facebook anymore. Um, where it was it was just like how much how much of you know you know people were saying this part of my life I absolutely that was absolutely the worst possible day of my life. And your quote is very appropriate. It's like, mm-hmm. that was the worst possible day of my life. Uh, that was horrible. I'll never do that again. And a silly, pe- silly person like me, I basically say, I don't look at it that way anymore. I look for those days. Mm. Like, hmm. What? Like, is that, you know, or, you know, some people are like, Alan, are you talking about abusing yourself? <laughs> like, um, no, not really. But if it happens again, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm not gonna be. Um, in quote unquote, so much pain. Now, in the moment, you might be in mm-hmm. pain, or you might be saying, "This is horrible." But then, the little um, reflective part of you will say, "Ahem, ahem," you know. Mm, something interesting is going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Uh, my name is Alan Ritter. I'm the host of An Emerging Forest. You can contact me at my email address of R-I-T-T-E-R, period, A-L-A-N, 88 at gmail.com. Thank you once again, Sean, Spirit Echo, for being on the show, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great evening. Well, have a a great late evening. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid.